Before we begin, Chris and I would just like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We are incredibly grateful to be recording this on Indigenous land. Always was, always will be. Yeah. Do I have to hold it as well, no, or is it fine? That's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. It's been a hot minute. Oh God, I am so rusty. Yeah. I was thinking about this. We recorded those first two episodes so close together, and so long ago, and so long ago, and now here we are. We're in a new location. Yeah, we're on the we floor. Have incredibly professional soundproofing equipment happening so i'm sure that our sound quality this episode is going to be perfect iconic even it's three blankets on the ground yeah they're all different shades and sizes and styles yeah but i have arranged them yeah beautifully yeah i had a stroke mid-sentence and forgot (laughs) the word that you were looking for the word and so i went with beautifully Mm. i'm resting the microphone i'm a writer Mm mm-hmm Welcome to Millennial Crisis. We're back, baby. I've forgotten the intro spiel that I did the last two times, so let's try and do it. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Ari. <laughs> and we're Millennial Crisis. Yes, we're you we're your, in. your Dolly Doctor, your Agony Aunt. Yes, that's the spiel. That's the spiel. Yes. I found it. I'm here. Here we are. Acoustics. Um... You write in with your crisis, mm-hmm. we solve it for you, we diagnose you, we free you, mm-hmm. we take the, the shackles, shackles off of your humanity. feet so you can dance. Yeah. I just want to praise you. I do. I just want to praise you. I use praise mayonnaise today. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. And that's how you don't do improv, yeah. everyone. It's called yes and not oh. Oh, <laughs> or no, but <laughs> sorry, the door next to me just made a noise, and I thought, "Ghost, ghost." I'm so sorry. Okay, Not I know we have a like opening segment, we and do. I could have put it into that, but I'm. It's not my crisis. Mm-hmm. I fell down a TikTok rabbit hole yesterday, <gasps> thanks to one of our friends. I love, I love, I love. Of a girl with a haunted doll. Oh my god, I know the exact one you are talking about. A girl with a haunted doll? Yes. A doll with a ghost inside of it? Yes. Who she like makes TikToks with? Yeah. And asks questions of? It's too much. But also not enough. My favourite one was... Okay, hey guys, so I'm going to ask my doll, my haunted doll, about the death of Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) She said Marilyn Monroe so many times and so oddly. Incredible. But also the doll was like, it was JFK. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my god, I haven't seen that one. The doll was straight up like, it was JFK out of jealousy. He had helpers. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, okay, doll, <laughs> let's not mince words. I saw someone comment on that being like, I don't know, babe. It's always like 
what can the doll do for you and not house the doll? Do you ever think about that? <laughs> People taking really good emotional care of this haunted doll. <laughs> it's always, what can it do for you and not what you can do for it? It's, I think she's sitting there with a doll that is purportedly haunted. Mm-hmm. Each mm-hmm. video is just her, like, hugging the doll, just, like, chilling with the doll. I'm like, bitch, that's a ghost. But I... Bitch, I'm a ghost. <laughs> I would do that, though. Because I'm oh, like, I don't yeah. want you to kill me, so... I mean, I guess... It was, like, the other day... A moral sentence, but... Was it More Blessing? Had on Instagram, like, a would-you-rather thing of would-you-rather, like, sleep in a comfortable... The most comfortable <gasps> bed in the world... Yes. ...that someone had died in, yes. or sleep on, on the, the floor, floor with chronic back pain. Mm. And I was like, obviously the bed. Mm. Obviously. I would like to know how they died. Nah, I don't even need to know that. If they were murdered in the bed, it would do something. Because that's where, you know, spirits attach themselves to... Yeah, but... What's... I mean... Lightning striking the same place twice? Murder in the same bed? I don't think so. I've seen Sweet Home Alabama. I know that lightning does strike in the same place twice sometimes. True. I've seen The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, where that one guy gets struck by lightning like 12 times. Oh, God, how embarrassing. I really like that film. I've never seen. Ari. Yes. Are you in crisis? I am. And I didn't think I was because I hadn't thought too much about it, given, given that it's been a hot minute. But something happened to me the other day where I was like, why, why do I do this? <laughs> why, why? Why? Oh, you've warmed up today, I haven't. I <laughs> have not. But I am a trained singer mm-hmm. and a professional actor now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Booked and blessed. Go mm-hmm. on. So why is it... I, I'm speaking like it's a general crisis for people, but I do know that, you know, a couple of people also do this. I was a bratty child. I was like a real bitch. I can't relate. I know. And I now have this relationship with my mother in particular, which is... Great, like best friend in the world. And I'm 28 years old, so it should be just this like mutual, like respect, good relationship thing. But why? Drag your mother. No, I'm not. (laughs) Why is it when she calls me, I look at it and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm I'm a bit busy. I just, I'll I'll get to it later. And then I forget and I'm like, oh fuck, it's like three hours and I'll call her back. And the minute she does not pick up for me once, I am furious. It's like she has to be at my beck and call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and I don't show her the same respect. And uh, and also, she'll like leave a message and be like, darling, hello, it's me. <laughs> just, um, just calling to check in. Like, Call me back when you get this. I won't leave her a message. I'll just call her 16 times till she picks up. And then she'll pick up and I'll be like, what is the difference between an eggplant and a zucchini? And she'll be like, Ari, I'm, I'm at work. They are very different colours. The other day she was like, sorry, Ari, I'm just watching my friend's funeral via Zoom. <laughs> Could I get back to you at a later date? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Sending you love. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am a I just, I just want to get this straight. First of all, I have to paint everyone a picture. Katrina is currently listening to this podcast episode. Yes. Hello, Katrina. We love you, Mum. You are in your home. I was about to say the suburb. Maybe not. No. I don't know. 
you are in your home in that suburb. It's a lovely house. Mm-hmm. It is, I want to say, 9 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. She's going to bed. She's taking off her makeup, doing her skincare routine. She's, she's got the it. iPad in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she's playing this podcast. Hi, Katrina. Turn mm-hmm. around. I'm there. <laughs> but I want to say, I'm absolutely on your side, Katrina. Her so crisis is that she's a bad person. But That's so am I. Oh, okay, so safe space, <laughs> therapy, you come in, you're allowed to talk about your problems. Wow. If I was having this crisis about Madeline, my mother... Love you as well. You would have stabbed me by now. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I would have been like, wow, it's funny you say that, because <laughs> I also am like that. I'm not like that, so I can't say that. But oh. I, But I respect... Yeah. I just love the my self-awareness. mom so much. And so I'm just like, I just, I want to talk to you and you're not, you're not here for me. But I re- it's really something but I need to But in order for on. someone to have something for you to talk about, they need to be living their own life. I agree. I agree. You know? I agree. And in this crazy technological age, I think we could all stand to mm. take a break from our phones. I know sometimes I as myself. well, like, it's interesting, like... I can tell that maybe I haven't been great because sometimes when I do call and she's like, hello. And I'm like, hey, it's just me. I'm just checking in. She goes, oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, uh, yes, I'm good. Uh, and she's so surprised that I've called with nothing to need. And that hurts. I, I, I get that one as well. Yeah. There was definitely a time where uh, maybe a few years ago, I called my parents once. And they were just like, what's up? What do you need? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just saying hi. Just yeah. seeing how you are. And they're like, oh, so you're not asking for money? Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Boy. Well, now that we've gotten on the topic, <laughs> yes, I am asking for money. <laughs> but how are you? But I'm asking for money on behalf of... The Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Chris! Médecins en Francier. <laughs> I'm Are French. you in crisis? <gasps> it's too loud. Chris is oh, doing something wrong. Sorry. I just had some aggressive producing. Mm-hmm. It's still going. And it's back. So apart from that... Am I? Are you in crisis? Apart from that crisis that just occurred? Look. <laughs> okay. I have not thought about this. No. I guess. Because I had, we did have plans last night with someone, mm-hmm. and I thought my crisis could be a link to our last episode where it was the Grinch and the Prom are coming. Yes, we were going to watch the Prom. Yes, with yes, some yes, friends yes. last night, but Alas. things fell through. It's out on Netflix. Producer Liv. No, my mum messaged me last night out of the blue saying, "Have you seen the Prom? It's incredible." <gasps> I was like, oh, oh God. I'm sure it's I... fun. Oh, I'm going to like it. Oh, really? Ari, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a faggot. Yeah, I call you that every day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost made producer live to a spit take. Um, like, of course I'm going to like it. I will probably cry. Mm-hmm. I will definitely listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. And I will... Fall in love. 
No, I will find Andrew Reynolds very attractive. Well, yeah. My literally two of my favorite performers are in there: Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman. And Nicole Kidman, who James in Gordon. the film Lion, iconically looked exactly like my mother in the yes, 90s, and it was really. very confusing for me yeah. because I've loved Nicole Kidman since I was a small child. Mm. Unlike my mother. Yes. Well, we've established that. You just called to ask no. for money. Um, but that can't be my crisis because I haven't watched it. Mm. So I guess my crisis is that I don't know. I'm kidding. Um, my crisis is. <clears throat> let's talk about FOMO. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about FOMO. Uh huh. I love that I we know where had... this is going. <laughs> I love that I know what we're about to talk about. We had. Wait, no. Oh my god. I didn't ask you the follow-up questions. We'll do it after. We'll do it okay. after. We'll both do it after. Welcome to a free and wheel <laughs> yeah. episode. Um, let's talk about FOMO. So, on Friday night, it's now, iconically, Monday, um, we had a drinks thing mm-hmm. for a friend. And midway through this drinks thing... For a birthday. Happy birthday. I'm not sure how many details to go into, but like midway through this drinks thing... Mm-hmm. We got some messages. Yeah, I think Not this we. Is, I think this is... The host of said drinks yeah. thing got some messages from another friend saying, come to Baz Luhrmann's house. Mm-hmm. And so when you get those messages, you don't exactly go, oh, no, no. I'm busy. Yeah. No, we're at a pub down the road. <coughs> oh. Back. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the doll's inside me. Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's always what the throat ghost can do for you, and never what you can do for the throat ghost. Dad? (laughs) That's disgusting. No, we spoke often about how we can't laugh too much on this podcast. I feel like I agree with that, yeah. Um, So halfway through the night, we get a message saying, come to Baz Luhrmann's house. You can't turn that down. No. So we went to Baz Luhrmann's house. Must... Uh, state. Found he does out not... once we got there, he no longer lives there. Baz, if you're listening, I'm always free. I'll come over. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love Catherine. I love the decor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, wow. Anyway, can't wait for Elvis. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's Rock not going to be problematic at all. Mm-hmm. Elvis, canonically a great guy. Yep. Um, but then we get there. And you went off and I... We were told to scatter. Yeah, we were told to scatter. So I stayed with one of our friends and we were chit-chat-chatting away. Mm -hmm. Having a fun little time. And you were with other people and I was like, where's Harry? Mm. I'll give her a call. Didn't pick up. Mm -hmm. One of the few times I didn't have it in my hand. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if it was her mum... Call back. <laughs> but then as we're all leaving, you turn to me and you say... <laughs> well, I mean, we can't say that part. No. But... <laughs> but you did maybe something exciting. Mm-hmm. With maybe someone exciting. Mm-hmm. In a very funny way. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the fuck? Mm. The most interesting story I have from this, apart from, you know, going to Baz Luhrmann's former house and having some drinks... Is that our friend tried to get a lighter off of a woman who did not like us. 
And the woman said, ugh, I don't have a lighter. I have matches. A great and then story. aggressively handed over a box of matches. And what's your story, Ari? <laughs> Everybody, that night, I did... She went into the with and exactly. She went into the billiard room mm-hmm. with a candlestick. With a candlestick, and it was Colonel Mustard, and did murder. Yeah, that's what she just said. <laughs> um, and look, fun fact: and there was a billiard room. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't have anything beep-worthy from that night. And in the Uber home, I was furious. Yeah. All right, this is the crux of the crisis. Yes. Here we are. The crisis is FOMO. How do we deal with FOMO? It's a fantastic question. It's something that I suffer from greatly. And I I really don't... I don't know where it stems from. Like, you know, because you're quite good... At being like, oh, I just mm. won't go to this thing tonight. I'm feeling quite tired. Whereas I'll mm. just be like, oh, gosh, I've got to go. So, like, my FOMO stems at, like, the base level. Mm. I think that particular instance is pretty, like, I think anyone would have been like, god damn it. I missed out on that. <laughs> You're really hyping yourself up by saying I am. That. <laughs> I wonder what you think it is. Right in with your thoughts. No, yeah, because that's the thing. As I, after saying it, I was like, wait, this is not a problem for me normally. No. Like, this is not a general problem for me. I'm quite good at being like, look, I'm not going to go to that. Go off. Have the best time. Mm. Or like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this instead. Mm-hmm. And I'm at peace with that. Mm-hmm. But I think I am a bit of a mix of introvert, extrovert in that like mm-hmm. going out, having a great time. I'm like, hell yeah. I love being by myself. Yeah. I love settling in and watching a movie alone. So you like maybe I always will be just alone. Oh, well. what? Well, you may be just surprised at how much the FOMO took you off guard because it's not I think something it was that you just, feel often. We went to this hilarious thing mm. and you got an extra hilarious thing mm. and I didn't. Yeah. So is it FOMO or is it jealousy of me specifically? I, I did not mean for it to come up so hectically, but I'll ask. I'll keep asking. No, ask because um, I don't understand the concept of that being jealous of you. Yeah, because I love you. Thank you. And because you're a piece of shit, total trash bag, absolute garbage. I love you, Katrina. Please keep calling me. <laughs> I love you. Pick up my calls, Katrina. So. <laughs> Are you at peace with your crisis? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just said it because I couldn't think of anything else. Fair, fair. I became... Honestly, as soon as I was no longer drunk, I was at peace with it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, the fact that I was yelling about missing out on this, but also I was like, and I'm not even drunk! And then I woke up in the morning with a hangover, and I was like, oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm too good at it. She wasn't, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Ari... Mm Mm-hmm. Are you at peace? Do you accept? I do accept because I think it's actually something very easy to work on. Mm. It's now that I've said it out loud, I've been like, that's not great. So. Yeah. I mean, no judgment. No, no, no. But yeah, it's just like, why why do I do that? I think I'm just very, 
because I'm um, very wary of coming off as codependent or needy, it's very easy to do that with the one person that has to love you. So I'm like, mm. I can be really needy and codependent with her because she's not going to judge me because she's my mum. Whereas like friends, I'm like, oh, I'm worried that I'm coming off too strong. Mm. So I think it's just something that I generally need to work on and being like, mm. hey, which I'm getting better at. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass this oh. over. I'm Liv has a prize. Oh my god, okay. these are unprecedented times we are living in. No, people. I think it's absolutely. We haven't done this in a while. Um, Liv. Are you in crisis? Liv, are you in crisis? We said that in unison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we did. I'll edit it together. You better not. I won't. <laughs> I have no idea how. Um, the second that I walked into this house, this is my crisis. The second that I walked into this house and saw a happy birthday <laughs> sign on the wall, uh-huh. mm-hmm. all I have been able to think about this entire time is whose birthday is it? What have I missed? And... Have I fucked up? It's all I've been able to focus mm. on this entire episode, well, this entire time. That's actually so funny because the thing is, you literally came to yes, both of our birthday exactly. events this year. Yeah. But it's also, you, you've been here once before and seen it. It's been here. It was here the last time you were here. It was hanging threw there. me a surprise birthday dinner and you and were there. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't do anything for my birthday, but you definitely yes, wished me a happy birthday. No, yes. with Liv, with Liv. No, yeah, she was at Alex's. Were you? Yeah, oh. she came super Oh, right late. at the end. I was drunk by that point. Come on. I do remember it now. I, I do remember it now. was Janet. Oh, seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a spicy little trailer for one day hearing that story. Uh, I had something to say. We- yes, because, you know, like, I'm very much one for, like, no one has ownership of your time. Yes. So, you know, be very... Feel at peace with setting boundaries with people and being like, no, I can't engage with this right now. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'm sorry, but let's talk about this at another time, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But that being said, it is true the other way as well. Like, you do not own other people's time. Yes. And I think that's the problem with having, oh my God, just to get a bit boomery Mm. and talk about technology Mm. and having a phone that is always attached to you and Mm. always being able to contact someone instantly. Like thinking back to ye olden days when a letter would take months to arrive and you would have to wait months more for a response. I also saw this thing. I've spoken to many people about this on Florence Given. It was Florence Given. Florence Given's Instagram. And she was replying to a question. She was doing one of those question um, things. And the, her answer to someone uh, about helping other people was empathy without boundaries is self-harm. And that has sat with me from the two weeks that I have, like, seen it. Because it's you can't expect... One, to be empathetic towards someone fully if you don't set your own boundaries and be like, if I give too much, I'm going to burn myself out and then I'm hurting myself by being like, I'm here, I'm here for you 100% without your own like inner boundaries. But then vice versa, you can't expect someone to be there fully there for you and then 
you know, and they haven't set their, they've set their boundaries towards you and you're like, but I, I need you. It's like, well, no, it's a two way street, mm. you know? So I love you, mum, and I will not encroach on your boundaries anymore. Um, I work very hard at it. And Katrina, <clears throat> I'll always take your call. Yeah. Give me a ring. Let's chat. I feel like I have to emphasize, I'm never ignoring her. I'm just oh. like in the middle of something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Katrina is one of the funniest people, <laughs> but also has such a blinder on to her own greatness. Yeah. You think I don't know this? Wow. I think you don't. She's coming on the pod. Pick up the phone. <gasps> Call me, beat me. Producer Liv. Yeah. Do we have a question from our readers? Yeah. We readers. can't just steal that from us culturistas as much as I would love to. Our clients. Oh. Ooh, yeah, our clients. Yes. Can I? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do have uh, some crises, a crises today. Yes really got to buy a third microphone i'm sorry that was my job it's i don't really need a microphone you know like technically it's fine to just pass it you over l- literally just grabbed it out of ari's hands yeah I'm not she's sure crying seconds. right now she's bleeding <laughs> <Ari's screaming>. <laughs> <laughs> oh she's trained mm-hmm. all right so the crises i'm not ready for this I'm on the verge of falling in love with someone. Oh, no. Oh. But they're not available. Oh. Right now for two reasons. One, I don't know if I can say that. They've just gone through something really emotionally traumatic. Uh Uh-huh. And two, they're in a relationship. More context. I'm their emotional support through this time. And their relationship is super toxic and rocky and about to end. What the hell do I do? This is a crisis. This is really above our purview. (laughs) (laughs) But also, is this your current girlfriend six months ago? (laughs) Beep it out. (laughs) Also, we've been together for a year. Fine. Your current girlfriend a year ago. No, that was a mean joke. I apologize, producer Liv. Oh, also, gosh. Well for her. And me. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say it again so oh, we know what's okay. going on. Oh, okay. So this person is in love with someone. On the verge of falling, falling in, in love, love with, with someone. someone. The person that they are on the verge of falling in love with is, one, going through something pretty rough, and so, two, in a bad relationship. Yeah. Someone and, close to them passed away. Yep. Okay. Oh. And then... This person has been their sub- emotional support network through that time. Mm. I'm so sorry. I just heard myself Go responding on. to someone they love passed away. Oh. Yeah. He's, got, he's genuine. I'm sorry. Nice that was genuine. It just sounded not. Oh, my okay. good grief. Wow. Empathy without boundaries is self-harm. So... Should we make this the most brutal session of advice ever and just really tear them to pieces? I don't think we tear them to pieces, but I don't think we can be like, go for it, wait it out. I think we've got to try and be like honest. I think we can. What? You go for it. But now I'm really just trying to like... 
I think yeah. you're ready, Ari. You've got something to say. I don't. I don't know what it is that I need to say, but it's just like, firstly, this is awful. Like this sucks. A hundred percent. Love sucks. But I think my first initial reaction is that there, sadly, is nothing to do yet. I under like I, it's like I understand that the you've been the emotional support through this time, which also makes feelings quite difficult. If you are like supporting someone through a really difficult time, you know, feelings can get muddled and like not saying that you're not falling in love with them or in danger of that, but you have been quite close to them when they've been going through something traumatic, which does lead to like these maternal or paternal feelings. And you're like, Oh gosh, is this, you know, more than just friendship? Secondly, the awareness of them being in a rocky, bad relationship you don't need to be that person that's just like leave or you can be with me, you know, because that is just going to confuse this person so much more because they're grieving and they're, as you said, in a rocky, rough relationship, but like maybe they just don't need to hear that right now at this current moment. And like, you don't want to be the person that they associate with the end of their relationship potentially. So I'm not saying it's like a wait and see, but I think there's so much happening here that you need to like sort of attack it one step at a time. And I think the first step is helping them grieve before getting them to break up with this, this person. But also if it's difficult, you can take a step back because Empathy without boundaries is harm and you don't need to hurt yourself in the process of being there for this person. Wow, God, this is a big one, isn't it? Counter argument. Mm-hmm. You go for it. <laughs> Good God. Good gravy. <laughs> you go for it. Because I love love. Mm-hmm. And love is love, canonically. But love is patient. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was blind. <laughs> <laughs> it probably oh, is. God. No, I think it's kind. No, I think it's blind. Is it? I think it's both. Ooh, I think we're actually mixing difficult. together two different yeah, things. Yeah, right. I'll fact check. Love is patient. Love is... Kind. But then I think just in general... keepers. Loses weepers. <laughs> <laughs> I think the... There is just a general saying that's like, love is blind. But I think in the context of the poem, it's love is patient, love is kind. It was a game show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Great. So, okay, You do that while I take this potato bake I have out of the oven. How are we going, Ari? Yeah. Hell yeah. It also is love is patient, love is kind. It's in the Bible. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's oh. Corinthians, right? Jesus Christ. Oh no, I got a Bible quote good. right. Well, oh, that's not that good. You throw you a rock. You throw a rock and you hit a quote from Corinthians, no, Olivia. I'm sorry. Do you know As a Catholic, I know this to be true. Uh, it's FOMO and it's jealousy. It's all the stuff we've covered today. This has been a really well rounded episode. This is actually our biblical episode. So I'm back. Go on, hit us with it. 
Thoughts? Look, I'm... No, I'm all kidding aside. I'm never one to believe when it comes to giving advice about like, oh, you know, tell someone you love them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not me. That hasn't been me. The one relationship that I have had was only referred to as a relationship by the other person a year and a half later. Sad. (laughs) Liv's laughing. I'm... I'm laughing. It's pretty funny. It's crying. Um, <laughs> no, it is funny. I mean, I have my own view of that time, but like part of it is that I kept putting it on the other person to like delineate the lines of the relationship or whatever it was. Mm. And for them, put all this pressure on them to be like, look, this is what I want. When really I was the one who wasn't saying what I wanted. I was the one who wasn't being open, being honest. So, I mean, in the spirit of that, I think it's, you have to negotiate how you can be true to yourself and to your feelings and be open and honest about them, but also balance it with what the other person is going through. Yes. Which is a lot. Yes. By the sound of it. And the impact it will have on them and whether it will hurt or help. Yes. Basically, all of life is negotiating how our actions either hurt or help other people and ourselves. Yeah. And so in this, you have to weigh up, if you say something, how much will it actually help you? Yes. And how much could it hurt them? Exactly. And if you don't say something... How much will it help them and how much will it hurt you? Yes. And like another unfortunate thing in events like this is like timing is sort of key. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to hurt yourself by waiting for the right time. But there is, yeah, timing is quite important. Um, Because in a lot of circumstances, like shoot your shot, you know, but I think with grief attached to this one in Mm. particular, it's quite difficult Mm. Um, because the grieving process for everyone is different. Mm. And are you in love with them or are you in love? Yes, this is what I thought. Are you in love with the role that you are fulfilling for them? Exactly. Which is like being a carer. Being someone who is helping them, yeah. being like this kind of empathetic. They're clearly opening safe up to space. you. Yeah, They're exactly. New stuff. They need you. Yeah. Which is a very powerful feeling. Are you in love with them or are you in love with being needed? Yeah. Which is kind of brutal. Yeah, it is brutal. And we are saying because this we with do all not the love know in the world. This exactly. <laughs> oh boy. No, because we're just spouting a different <laughs> series of scenarios. So feel free to like listen to this and be like, okay, that actually doesn't apply to me because of these particular reasons. We're just going off the context we've been yeah, given. Particularly with that, you know, as a <laughs> uh, rather neurotic person myself. What? Ah, I know. <laughs> a breakthrough. <laughs> no, I've always done this. But, like, that is something I am constantly thinking about. Like, am I actually thinking, feeling this, or am I responding to something else? Yeah. So, you know, don't spiral. No, don't spiral at all. Maybe spiral a little. No, kidding. I guess as well, Spiral like, from the Book of Saw. I think... That's the name of the new Saw movie that's coming out. Really? Next year. Isn't it dumb? A little bit. I think as well, the, the thing that I'm sort of... It... 
if you were in love with this person, I don't know if it would be different, but like, I think the reason we said what we said in terms of like, um, needing and feeling wanted is because the phrasing that this person has used is in danger of falling in love with. So if you're in mm. danger, why, why do you think that there is danger Danger there? Well, yeah. But why also, is why it is a dangerous a... situation? Yeah. But also like, you know, the danger of falling in love, it's like really take a step back and be like, am I in danger of falling in love or am I just falling in love with the idea of being needed and wanted? Mm. Love is patient. Love, love is... is mind over matter. Yeah. Get over it. Mega mind. <laughs> love is mega mind. I don't like that movie. I really do. I I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen it since it came out in the cinemas. Remember yeah, those? I do. Um, I don't. I quit my job there. Yay! <laughs> um, which is 10 years ago now. How crazy is that? Me- Wait. Megamind's 2010, isn't it? I don't. But you just said 20 years ago. Did you say, did you say 20 years ago or 10? <laughs> Still, wow, that's terrifying. not fucking listening to well, me. Well, because I'm not aging, so I'm sort of like, I don't really need to You are aging. You're aging in reverse. That's why I mentioned Benjamin Button before. Mm. You're Benjamin Buttoning. It's a verb. Oh. It's a way of mind, baby. Megamind, 2010. Wow. Well. Wow, wow, wow. My final year of high school. I was in year 10. Mm-hmm. 2010, 10. Yeah. He's two years younger than me. And you're five years younger than me. You're 21. Gosh. Decades old. Look, <laughs> Methuselah. <laughs> I guess from here, you really need to think about if you are falling in love with this person. I think that's step one. Be like, uh, am I in danger of falling in love with them or am I just really enjoying this feeling and falling in love with the idea of being needed and wanted? So come to that conclusion. And then from that prong, there are two options, right? So it's like, if I am in love with them, so if you're not in love with them, great. You know, you carry on, make sure you're not hurting yourself by helping them too much without putting up boundaries for yourself. Um... You'll probably need to be with them at the end of this relationship, as you've stated, like it's a bit rocky and in danger of ending or ending is the phrasing. Um, it's rocky. Rocky. And about to end, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, and also, is that true or is that wishful thinking? Exactly. Because you you also don't need to be the last little rock that makes the, the little cliff tumble. Unless... I mean, it's... It's precarious, but if you think this person needs the push, sure. But then are you just the push or are you a relationship? Exactly. Are you a push or a person? Because (gasps) it's unfortunately one of those situations where it's like, if you're the reason this relationship ends, then you, it's either like you get into a relationship with this person or you don't. Look, if... Watching far too many movies has taught me anything. It's that love triangles always end well. Sliding doors. That's not a love triangle, is it? It's like two bodies, really. same sort of thing. It's just it's just a pair of haircuts. Yeah, Gwyneth. I've gotta say, 
Gwyneth Paltrow is a good actress. I have never, ever disagreed with that statement. People have. Yeah. There seems to be this aura around her, I think because of the goop of it all. She's a fucking The goop and the gag. Oh, she's a nutbag. Yeah. She contains testicles. Multitudes. <laughs> she contains multitudes. She's a nutbag. Leave, don't look so shocked. Oh, I get a- that. It was I didn't get it before. Manner of speech. Now. It was, you know, I'm a writer, okay? Mm-hmm. She's oh. so talented. She almost made me keep watching The Politician. Right. Even after Ben Platt, canonically not a high schooler, no. sang River by Joni Mitchell in order to memorialize a boy called River. Spoilers. In the first episode. Oh, wow. I physically could not watch it. I didn't try. I didn't try to watch it. Even though... I still have flashbacks to that scene and just... A part of me dies every time. Because I love Joni Mitchell. Yes. Yes, I am gay. I love Joni Mitchell. But oh, that was but really... That? Yeah. Anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow was good is what I'm saying. It's so... Dear client. <laughs> dear. Honestly. Maybe, what else is there to say, honestly? I don't know. You can think about getting away for a little bit. Like, you know, I think you really do need to do the work in, in realising if you're hurting yourself by helping this person, like, too much. And, like... Being aware of the feelings that you are generating for this person. Is it just... I think that's the first step. Like, are you really falling in love with them? Or are you just falling in love with the idea of them needing you? Which, no judgment. So valid. So valid. God, we've been there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think the thing you need to consider is, is the best outcome fucking them while they cry or actually fucking them to tears, you know? And there's a difference. There is a, there is a difference. Uh, Do you have something Um, to say to that, Eric? I, I just gave excellent advice. Yes. What do you want to say? I want to say this. Unfortunately, how dare you? You do need. I'm not saying I am. I was never a huge advocate for you need to love yourself before loving someone else. I think that's really difficult, and I think that uh, you know sometimes another person really does help you realize things about yourself and puts you on the path to loving yourself. Not that you need someone else to. Yeah. Anyway. So I think you need to really just like like address where you're sitting currently and your emotional state. I think you've been doing a lot of work for this other person. I think you've been helping them through grief. I think you've been helping them probably through the end of this relationship. And you just need to take a little step back and assess where you're at. And if this person equally makes you feel as good as you have been helping them, then I guess, I don't know. I don't know. It's really tough because relationship advice... I really advice... thought you were doing such a long runway to a bit. 
Really? Yes. <laughs> I was here, like, ready. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Ha, No, because the bit <clears throat> comes at the end in the 30-second recap. Oh, the bit's everywhere. I don't... I just am such... waiting in the river. I'm, I feel very impassioned about this question, so I couldn't... I don't know I how don't. To, I'm I over it. I hate this person, actually, and I think they should get over themselves. No, I'm absolutely kidding. That you is are also... so valid, and we hear you, we see you. We don't see you, because we don't know who you are. But we hear you and we love you. Do you know what? It's semi-valid. Also, (laughs) at the end of the day... Let's turn it against them. Yes. At the end of the day as well, sit down, make some choices. Don't make them, but like, don't wallow. Don't, don't wallow and be like, oh my gosh, what if I am in love with them? And like, just make some choices. Yes. Try don't, and make the good, the right choices. Don't just make be a choice. Anna Kendrick as Cinderella at the ball and choose to not choose. Exactly. Because the only be way Anna Kendrick looking at a little cup and saying, "I can uh, do something with that." Take your pencils. Get those pencils out of here. I've got pencils. a song in my heart and a dance in my little cup, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> gonna get into this acapella singing. Yes, group. and then I'm gonna do so well that it's in a bakery for some reason. <laughs> I'm gonna do a film clip, and I'm in a bakery. And you know what is in bakeries? Cups, loads of cups. Is it a pizzeria? Oh. I hate it here. Oh my god! Look at this flower in the air. <laughs> Honestly, like if anyone depression. is confused. Hop onto YouTube and search Anna Kendrick Cup music video because it exists. Yes, it's real. Yeah, I wasn't just doing a bit, Liv. And it's a real music video. Your life. And she's in a bakery or a pizzeria, and she's covered by flour. Yep. Mm-mm. And she's tired. She's so sleepy. Oh, she's had a rough day. Oh my gosh! But, but here she comes a little cup. Is making a choice in that film. Exactly, and her choice is to cup. Yes. What's your choice, client? Client. I don't love client. I don't love it either. It's really... Um, we'll get there. We'll get sterile. There. It's like a mm. sterile word. It's also like... You can't do anything with it. Yeah. It kind of just falls in your mouth. Ugh. Client. Client. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Make a choice. Any choice. Hopefully it's the right one. But like one that you need to make. And I would suggest not making it for this other person. You need to make a choice for you. In, in the step forward of this. Consider them, obviously. Don't be just like, go to their Yes, be because like, so much of my issue with modern day, like, oh, go off sis advice, like particularly the stuff that goes viral on Twitter, yeah. is it's just selfishness masquerading yeah. as self-help. Absolutely. We don't need selfishness here at no. all. No. So absolutely consider how your actions will affect other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess it's hard. Mm. It's tough. <laughs> oh, but we're here for you. We hope you get through it. It's, and it's, keep us posted. It's so honestly. Um, yeah. We love you. Yeah. Take all that love for that other person and funnel it into us. Honestly. We're alone. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh and on no. that note, hit right. the diagnosis okay, stage. I'm um, no, 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 no. Didn't I go first last time? I went first last time. No, I went first last time. No. Yes. Oh God. Okay, okay. Oh, Ariadne. Uh, at the end of every episode, we get thirty seconds on the clock yeah. to diagnose 
our client. What? I'm pretty sure Aaron went first last time. Yeah. I don't think because so. Because you went first the first time. Yes. So Aaron and then went I went first. Didn't I go time. second the first no, time? No, you. It was you. I feel first. like I timed the first mm-mm, time. Mm mm. I timed. No, because it was Aaron. Fine. Okay. Here's my phone. At the end of every episode, we get thirty seconds on the clock to diagnose our clients. Chris, you have thirty seconds. I'm on the Chris. Clock. Your time starts now. You fall in love with a man named Robert. This is not the person that you are in danger of falling in love with right now, but you fall in love with a man named Robert. You propose, or he proposes. Either way, congrats, you're engaged. As you walk down the aisle, heading towards the altar, your dead father, that's right, he's dead, is standing by your side. He is in the form of a doll. And in that doll is the ghost of your father. And as you get to the altar, he says, do you give away your child? And you say, no! I think that might be the most emotional one yet. <laughs> I think that might be the most emotional one yet. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock, Ariadne, are you ready? Yes. Ready, set, go. You sent this person a postcard. You've moved to Mexico. While in Mexico, on the beach, you find a man named, I, I don't know, Juan. You go with him to get margaritas. Over the margarita, you tell him your problem. You... Take him back to this person. You present him. This person goes, what? They're with someone else. I can't possibly have that in my life. They tell you to dump Juan. You go, what? I thought you were in a relationship. They go, no. I'm over my grief and I hate this person. You end up together alive and happy. (laughs) Toxic. That one was pretty toxic. That was a pretty toxic piece of advice. Yeah. But also, if it works, which in my scenario it does, I think so wait, Juan is on, <laughs> in on it. Juan is in on it. Your advice was get a toxic relationship in order to start a toxic relationship. And mine was your dad's dead. <laughs> the ghost of Marilyn Monroe is your father in oh, this ghost. Oh, wow. We might not be cut out for this, Ariadne. Do you know what? I think we do well not under pressure, though. Oh, uh, I think we're better under pressure. No. I've actually <laughs> changed my mind completely, and I liked my piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I never said that I didn't like mine, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by that. Yeah, I think we should all we all deserve ghost dolls. We do. I'm not one for being like, oh, 2021, gonna take us away, gonna fly us on a spaceship to Mars. Mm-hmm. Yay, get me out of 2020, yuck. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what we were saying last year, and look how that turned out. Exactly. But also because the calendar is a pagan lie. It is. Pagans? <laughs> yuck. I've said pagan too much recently. Have you? It's my go-to. I said it yesterday at something, and someone was just like, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fair. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I hate people who are like, 2021, it's going to be my year. No. Fuck you, person. Absolutely. Shut up. Just try However, and be a little bit better. In 2021, we're all getting ghost dolls. Yeah. Because that's what we deserve. We do. We deserve a ghost doll. Thank you so much for listening to Millennial Crisis. We genuinely love you, person. We hope that this... <laughs> Um, goes okay 
We would love to check. We'll probably do a season recap and check in with these I people. I absolutely and, think so. Because I, think I would the, love to know that you're I was okay. going to say, if they haven't, if the two people from the first two episodes haven't reached out yet, how dare they? Yeah. Then I remembered, we, we have not re- started releasing episodes no. yet. No. <laughs> in fact, this is the last one we'll record before episodes start yeah. being released. How exciting is that? So when, when, yeah, what, I mean, they don't need to know this information because... Um, we can do the production meeting off air. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, how do you feel about that? This thing is about to go out into the world. I'm nervous because I don't yeah. remember one or two really that much. No, every time we finish recording, immediately my brain goes, maybe that was good, but also I cannot remember a single good thing. Good thing I've said. I can't remember what I've said yeah. either. I'm, so I hope you've been enjoying these episodes, everyone. Yeah. Um, Please we have remember so much fun doing them. to rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Like us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Leave a five star rating. Mm, please. Because we're five stars, baby. Yeah. I'm holding the burps oh. so tightly. Um, follow us on Instagram at Millennial yeah. Crises. Follow us on Twitter. I believe we're going to set that up today. <laughs> I'm just going to say it so that we remember to do it. <laughs> Great. Um,. You know, subscribe on any of the podcast mediums. Yes, I believe that we're going we are out on, on, and we will insert that here later. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we're going out on. There we go. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. Ari, anything else to say? No, I think sign us out, boo. Um, yeah, as we say at the end of every, end of every episode, which is also what me and my mum, topical, mm-hmm. say to each other at the end of every phone call, be good, be safe, be careful, make good choices. And as my mother says, hi, it's me. Just pick up when you can. Oh. <laughs> I love her so much. Give me a ring, Katrina. Give, give me a ring when you get this, when you, when you... Ring. Ring when this comes out. Ring, ring, Kate. Yeah. Kate. Bye. Bye.